0: I also tried to find meaning by building huge homes for myself and planting beautiful vineyards. I made gardens and parks, filling them with all kinds of fruit and trees. I built reservoirs to collect the water and to irrigate my many flourishing groves. I bought slaves, both men and women and others were born into my household. I also owned large herds and flocks more than any of the kings who had lived in Jerusalem before me. I collected great sums of silver and gold, the treasure of many kings and provinces. I hired wonderful singers, both men and women, and I had many beautiful concubines. I had everything a man could desire. So I became greater than all who had lived in Jerusalem before me, and my wisdom never failed me. Anything I wanted, I would take. I denied myself no pleasure. I even found great pleasure in hard work, a reward for all of my labours. But as I looked at everything I'd worked so hard to accomplish, it was all so meaningless, like chasing the wind. There was nothing really worthwhile anywhere. Ecclesiastes chapter 2, verses 4 to 11. Building, planting, and collecting... Each of us spend a lot of our energy working, but have you ever actually stopped to think about what is work? I'm kind of doing this a lot, me and Jackie, when we're in the car, just asking really simple questions like what is sin or what is love or what is whatever, but what is work? Is it an activity that we get paid for? Well, uh, not quite because doing the dishes for me feels like a lot of work and unfortunately I don't get paid for it. So then, is it something that requires a lot of energy? Well, kind of on the same breath, I cycle a lot, and that requires energy, and I love it, but it doesn't feel like work. Something that's become really popular in our culture and in kind of the whole writing world, self-improvement world, is this whole concept of work-life balance. You hear people say, work sucks, or I'm working too much, but what does that even mean? What did you even do yesterday? Like if you actually stop to think about that, you come home at the end of the day, you say, I'm so tired. And then you have to think about, well, what did I actually even do today? Or what about this? When people say good work, what do they mean? Here in this passage, Solomon, he tries his hand at all different kinds of work. At building, at planting, and collecting. He achieves some brilliant things. He invents new technologies, he plants beautiful gardens, he builds beautiful homes, but still he finds it meaningless. It's not enough. But why? In his book, Garden City, John Mark Comer discusses work, rest and what it means to be human. He claims that each of us are called not just to any type of work, but to something called garden work. Work that is building or planting or watering the kingdom of heaven. Or, as Tim Keller says, this is his kind of definition, work is rearranging the raw materials of God's creation in such a way that it helps the world in general and people, in particular, thrive and flourish. So, perhaps one of the reasons Solomon found his work so meaningless is because instead of building the kingdom of heaven, He was trying to build his own. What about you? How do you feel about your work? What do you spend your time and energy on? Whose kingdom are you building? Father, thank you so much that we are called to build your kingdom. And that actually in building your kingdom, we can find satisfaction in our work. Thank you that you've called us to do work that matters. You've called us to do work that makes a difference. And Lord, there's bills to pay there are jobs that we maybe take sometimes that they're not the dream job but you have us there for a season and so i pray that you help us just to kind of juggle that balance juggle the balance find the balance between finding work that makes a difference finding work that builds your kingdom while also being obedient to where you've called us to be at that specific time and jesus i just pray that we're so open to you that we just trust on you and look to you for our guidance in our work but also For the ability that comes with our work, whether we're writers or painters or builders or teachers or whatever we are, that actually we will look to you for creativity and for inspiration. And actually, Holy Spirit, today, even as we go out to work, that you will get behind us and you will supernaturally help us to do our work. Lord, I pray that people will notice a difference in our lives of, wow, like what you're doing right now is like really incredible And we can actually say, yeah, it's because I'm actually not doing it on my own. I've got the king of kings. I've got the creator of the universe helping me and on my side. And so I pray that we as the church will rise up and do incredible work that matters and incredible work that changes the world and also makes the world notice. So, Lord, I just pray you bless every single one of us, no matter what we're up to today. Every single person listening, Jesus, give us energy, give us passion, give us wisdom and give us your favor, whatever we put our hands to today. So I ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Ladies and gents, thank you so much for checking in today. I'm really enjoying Ecclesiastes. Hope you are too. And I can't wait to see you guys tomorrow. Our modern lives can move so quickly sometimes. I feel like my heart and my soul can't can't really catch up to my brain and my lifestyle. And something that I found really, really helpful is just a little bit of reflection, a little bit of meditation, a little bit of devotion, all those kind of buzzwords every single day. So this section of the podcast really simply is kind of seven minutes in heaven, for lack of a better term. We're going to put seven minutes on the clock. And this is basically an opportunity to create a little bit of a holy space in our day to maybe reflect and respond to what we were talking about earlier on, but also kind of just to process through our thoughts, you know, organize the filing cabinets and lift up some of the things we're worrying about to God, to be grateful and actually take some time to acknowledge the things that we're really thankful for and that God's really blessed us with and really an opportunity just to allow our mind to organize and take care of itself. So, here we go. There's four main sections. It's pray, so it's praise, request, actions, and yearn. And I'll kind of walk us through each step as we get there. So the first section is praise. Really simply, I love to start off with a little bit of gratitude. Really simply, what is it that you're thankful for? What is it that actually is adding so much value to your life right now? Don't be afraid to speak these things out. It can be big things like, we just got a new house. To small things like, actually, I really enjoyed my cup of coffee this morning. The second section is requests. What is it that is worrying you right now? What is it that you need? What are some areas of your life, whether it's for yourself, whether it's for someone else, whether it's physical, spiritual, emotional, whatever it is, here's an opportunity just to lift these things up to God and ask for his help, his provision, his guidance, his wisdom, just to ask for him. So the third section is Actions. Here's an opportunity to kind of get our marching orders for the day. You know, figure out our to-do list. What is it that we really need to do? Lord, what is it that you would have me do today? Outside of all the kind of usual stuff that clutters up my day, what is it that I should really focus on? Is there anything extra that you want me to add? Is there anything that you'd like me to take away? Here's an opportunity to kind of sync our Google calendars up with heaven and see what happens as a result of it. The last section is called yearn and this is basically just to create a last couple of minutes of space for us really just to open ourselves up to receive whatever it is that we need to receive today or whatever it is God wants to speak to us. So here it is, your last couple of minutes just to say, Father, here I am. What is it that you would have for me today? What do you want to speak? Speak, Lord, because I'm here and I'm listening.